0: Cindy Lauper, The Second Act. This is part two of our lovely chat with Cindy Lauper. If you haven't heard part one yet, go back to your feed, click on part one, press play, then come back here because this is part two. Cindy, would you mind telling the story of Gregory and...
1: Gregory Natal. Yes. Well, he was a a kid, I guess in Spanish Harlem. He was a victim of uh, abuse in the home. Uh, He had a stepfather that continually raped him from the time he was eight to the time he was 12. And at 12, his mother walked in on them, him being raped and threw the kid out.
2: Oh Oh, God.
1: Not the husband. No. The kid. And so amidst all of this in me, that pressing every, you know, child abuse, (laughs) you know, Hmm. every button. Um, this kid was out on the street at 12. I knew him mm. when he was 23, 24. I think he died mm. at 24
2: uh, from AIDS. How did you meet him?
1: He was my neighbor. He lived downstairs from me when I was in Blue Angel. Oh, him right. and Carl. And I had a dream about them before I met them. I dreamed that there were, it, the word is, is weird, but I dreamed there were fairy princesses downstairs and they lived in a, a sparkly like castle. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I met them, yeah. I, my sister knew Carl he is from the East village and she was helping me, you know, when I moved in, she said, Oh, Carl lives here. Carl is my friend from 10th street. So I was like, okay. And so she went downstairs and introduced me to him and said hello. And when I actually went into the apartment, they had painted it all pink and took Mm. broken mirror shards and glued them to the wall. It was like a, it was, it was an amazing
2: princess. (laughs) And,
1: and I thought to myself, Oh my God. And you know, I, they became my friends. They they helped me make my big heart that I wore um, for privates when I had a heart on. <laughs> That's mm, what I, mm. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> and I had my hands through it, and you know it was Valentine's Day, so right, so right. it was. You know it, it it just I they were my close close friends, and as I got to know him and know his story, and the fact that. If you're treated really badly as a kid and you're out on the street, you're very vulnerable to self-destruct. Um, mm-hmm. You feel like there's no there's no farther down you could fall mm-hmm. um, because you started down there. So mm-hmm. whatever happens, it doesn't matter because you've been there, done that. And mm. that's not true. And that's where kids make bad choices. And that's why the LGBTQ kids who are, who are experiencing homelessness are the most vulnerable. Because mm. the churches that take federal funds, and keep in mind, we are still a government governed by laws, not by people or people's religion. In fact, a lot of people came to this country for religious freedom, right? Mm-hmm. So to then have these church groups involved in our laws, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because there has to be separation of church and state it has to be that's our government that is what mm. this country is based on so for you first of all i could say if you had any compassion or any god in you at all you'd look at a youth who was experiencing homelessness and not freaking mm. turn them away because of gender identity or or mm. purposely put them where your belief system mm. uh feels that that's the right thing to do because it is so wrong and they will leave, they will not get help and they will get into worse, worse shape. And those were the group because that's up to 40%. That's what I've been working on. That's why because I know firsthand what it does. I've seen it and I just, you know, I just can't take it anymore or shut up about a situation that is just wrong. Mm We're Americans. We were supposed to be open-minded and we are the most closed-minded racist Mm. homophobic people sometimes Mm. i'm sorry was that like too heavy should we just go (laughs) not at at all (laughs) jesus christ
0: pep it up my god (laughs) it's it's meant to be a comedy podcast no i'm joking no i think it's a beautiful story and i think what 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 i think is so incredible about it is that you saw all this and you did something about it because that that was you know, a lot of people just see it and get cross about it, but they don't yeah. think about it. And, and the True Colors Foundation.
1: Well, now it's True Colors United.
0: Yes. Then because- what happened? Right. You
2: married with you merged with other people. No. We
1: yeah, because we found that the work we were doing was um, working with outreach programs, bringing people together, bringing um, government agencies and philanthropy agencies together to really accomplish things. Um, We worked with a lot of different, we did research first to find out what the heck was wrong and how to, what we could actually do to fix, right? Not not to just say, okay, we're going to have a a charity and we're going to, because I got no time for that. You know what I mean? I got to get it done.
0: Right, yes. And we, obviously, Alan and I know a lot about it but it, would you describe it as a lgbtq youth uh, organization where you help homeless lgbtq youth is that the correct description these days
1: we have a lot of things we do yes we empower we lobby we do mm-hmm. if people can go and lobby for guns we can yeah. go and lobby for kids and yeah. I'm talking yeah. about from 12 to 24. And some kids age out of the, mm. the, uh, orphanages. They age out. And then mm-hmm. what? Then, oh, see ya. And then what? They got no family, yeah. you know, and you're a bit of a misfit. You feel like that. But I see youth as Experiencing and embracing who they are in a world that's accepting and not so close-minded. We're not the freaking pilgrims burning women mm. at the stake because we want their property or we think they're mm. witches because they're a little different. You know, going,
2: going mm. in that direction again.
1: Yeah, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. <laughs> when when you hear oh. that a black man has been chased. To be lynched. Okay. There were, there are, they started to have lynchings in this country. Right after the the George Floyd. uh,
2: Yeah. Just after the George Floyd protests was all these lynchings and Mm there's all these people committed suicide. Not acceptable. And also like, I think there's things like, you know, the, the, the percentage of, uh, homeless people, the, the the percentage of homeless people that are LGBT. And they're
1: of color. Uh,
2: they are of say, color. Yes. They, they put these SROs.
1: Property. Wait a minute. They put these SROs, which is single-room occupancies, for mm-hmm. homeless men who are – some are sex offenders, some are drug addicts, some are just fucking poor and need a fucking place. But what they don't have is social workers. They need mm-hmm. people – to talk to they need Mm -hmm. counselors who can help Mm -hmm. them life coaches who can help them start over have a new life you don't just strip a lobby and treat them like junk and put like a metal detector in there you treat people badly they behave badly it's just a common sense thing. If you had a dog and you smacked the dog around constantly, what do you think that dog's going to do? He's going to be a biter.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f***
0: are you talking about,
2: you insane Hollywood ass? yeah it's mm-hmm. true and mental health i think is like you know that's yeah, another you, one it's a huge thing and because you know people who've gone through these traumatic things and there's no mental health uh sort of safety net for them but also in, in I, I read something about you know when you think about it the way that mental health is so uh seemingly uh, seen as unimportant in in the, in the united states when there's sh- you know people who go out and shoot people of course that they bring in uh, people social workers and crisis people to help the people who' have been victims of this, but what about the people who are doing the shooting what where's the mental health care in the community to stop them getting to that point yeah. and that's yeah. see that's that's it as well that this it's just it, and it spirals. should start in the
1: in the freaking prisons
2: absolutely and the
1: fact that they have housed and that they we have a baby prison in our country we have a baby mm. prison who would have thought this we as Americans, we we're going to save the world, have a baby prison, and that's okay.
2: Yeah. Well, you mean the cages down in...
1: They took the babies from the people who were trying to immigrate to this seekers. country. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, and now the babies... And they get money for everybody, everybody that's in. It's a business. Mm.
0: Cindy, I'm I'm dying to ask you a question that you may... um. I don't know, see what you think (laughs) of it. But um, I was re-reminding myself of some of the incredible stuff you've said over the years, um, over the past couple of days. And I wondered if you have seen Fleabag and know Phoebe Waller-Bridge's work.
1: I tried to watch it.
0: Did you see any parallels with, because I saw so many parallels with the stuff that you were talking about way back when, you know, or sort of the principles of not pitting women against each other, trying to be more progressive about yeah, well. uh, how women are viewed. and Well, I got you know, that it's...
1: firsthand, didn't I? They pitched me against Madonna and everybody, and I mm. just felt like, how dare you, that there's not mm. enough room for two women to be, you know, working? What, yes. what mm-hmm. is the problem? <laughs> you have all these men, they're doing stuff, What's wrong with more than one woman right. being successful, you know?
0: And men who are using their sexuality as well.
1: A lot of people are doing what they do. I did what I did. It's apples and oranges. I don't yeah. judge somebody else for what they're doing. I do mm. what I do. That's it.
0: And you said a wonderful thing about it being a tactic to keep women in their place. Oh, yeah. You know, to, oh, to yeah pit these women against but each other. But how and...
1: about this? How about a woman wants what she knows what she wants she can see it she knows the visual she knows what it should sound like and what is she a bitch difficult yeah yes. if a man knows what it looks like knows what it should sound like what is he fucking genius showbiz yeah
2: no it's not, no, showbiz. not just showbiz it's, it's
1: light, just it's sexism. Society. yeah
0: do, sexism. do you feel that that has changed since you've been first ever talking about it. Do you think it has improved?
1: Very little. Wow. Some, you know, some strides, but let me tell you something that's going on right now. We're all involved in black lives matters, right? Mm-hmm. One way or the other. You are, you have to be, you're living mm-hmm. on this planet and your kids are going out, marching. God bless them. They're fighting a the good mm-hmm. fight. That's what, we are supposed to do as Americans we are supposed to when we think it is wrong use our voice use our vote I always say if you don't vote you lose your voice you lose your power you have no one to represent you you need to fight with your vote that's mm-hmm. what this country is based on Amen. you know so anyway i just i just i just think that in alabama and in a few places, the right to have uh, your pregnancy terminated, which is not something you want to jump to or like whoo whoo whoo, but if you have to, mm-hmm. right, you can. I
2: yeah, know, shocking.
1: And and what they are doing is state by state, they're shutting it down. Yeah. So mm. there are different organizations now raising money to help these women. And, you know, it's the poor again. Yeah, you know, that, that's what kills me. You know, I always I always have to laugh because I'm like, oh, yeah, you don't want to kill the the little tiny fetus. You want to wait till they're grown up and send them off to a war. That's all nice. about your pocketbook. Yeah. I know. Look at your face. It just it went so wrong, didn't it? Oh, Sorry. It's bleak. It's bleak.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, not yeah. It's like, I, oh, my God.
1: But um, it's not I mean, bleak we, because we have <clears throat> hope. There We've got, is, to, hope. We've got, got to get this hopeful. sorted out. you got to be hopeful that it can change. Sounds, we like, a, sounds like a song you've
2: got. Have you got no, a song no, 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 it no, no. Goes- <laughs> we
1: are the power. We have the power to make the change. You must rise up and use your vote. And yes. that is the power. If we if I'm we that. don't, then we become powerless in a society that overlooks most people. Unless mm-hmm. you're yeah. super freaking rich.
2: Cindy Lubbert, just to wrap up, um, thank you so much for this lovely <laughs> yes, chat. thank you, sir. And for seeing no, your hat collection in the background.
1: Oh, I love my hats. No, my Look hats at them. Have, look
2: at that. I a lot. So me too, they're amazing. It's like a sort of sculpture on top of that wardrobe.
1: I loved it. Yeah, well, wow. I decided, I looked up there and I said, I saw Mr. Magorium's Emporium and I thought, <laughs> oh, I have hats and they're just sitting in the closet. And I remember when I bought my hats um in 86 and went into a vintage store and they were all on the ceiling and a friend of mine see seal uh pizzi she said to me hey look up there aren't those hats great and i thought oh my god yeah <laughs> and so i bought a lot of them but i, I thought yeah. why should they sit in the freaking closet
0: yeah you gotta get them out
2: you know i was just wanted to say you know how the, your your house in New York, your, your uh, uh, stu- office and studio place, that you your, your place where you mm-hmm. live, is in mm-hmm. that building well, that used yes, to have the continental, the continental <laughs> baths underneath no. it. No,
1: no, no, no. That's oh, the that Ansonia. Not- you got it wrong. The Ansonia had that Continental Bass. Oh. I used to go to my vocal lessons for Katie. She was on the sixteenth floor in Caruso's old studio. Wow. And I yeah, that's where I started learning from Katie. And I had a dream about her before I met her that she was this angel and she she kinda is. Wow. Um, so, so that was I live you- in ah. the Apthorpe, which was ah. a building that was made Supposedly by the Astors because they were Jewish and the Dakota did not allow Jews in.
2: Oh, I I see. This
1: shit is going on all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, when Mm -hmm. do we learn? Listen, if we could take, if everybody could move together and be educated and you get the great minds, right? You don't want to, you don't know who the mind that got wasted because of the color of their skin or because of the gender, or because they just came from bed. I
0: think about that so much.
1: You know, could have, could have, should have, could have, would have, you know, Mm. fixed the planet, you know, had a great idea for ecology, had a great Mm. idea for economics. You don't Mm. know. So the fact that you're cutting yourself off by the knees, thinking that the white man, okay, is king, is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Mm, Anyway, whatever. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Cindy Lauper, it's been a journey. Thank I know, so I'm much.
1: sorry, but I still no, hope she's so great. I am like, still hopeful.
0: That's good. That's good to hear. Oh, I'm thrilled to hear that. You make me hopeful. With people like you on this planet, we're all hopeful. Do you know what's funny?
2: Listen to that. It reminded me of a, a story another story where <laughs> I did a benefit for Obama. In the first, I think in the first time he got elected, I asked Cindy Lupper to come and be the guest, the, the musical guest. And so she did. She came and she sang, and like I sang a couple of songs, and she was the main event. But we, when I, before I left the stage, I introduced her and we sang a song together. And she, I was like, oh, what would we sing? I thought maybe we might sing the song we sang in the Three Penny Opera together. But she said, no, let's do Time After Time. Now, can you oh imagine? Oh, my God. So I, and also, you know, in that film, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion, that's the song. That me and Mira Sorvino and Lisa Kudrow danced to in that hilarious sort of weird dance thing we do at the, at the reunion, mm. and uh, and then so it was kind of quite big in my life anyway. And then Cindy Luper uh, asked me to sing with her, so and I had you know I learned it. I was very nervous, and and she's kind of a stickler for you know like she's always in sound checks. She's always really <laughs> slightly anal, and, but you know it's really good. She's really knows what she knows her stuff and always wants it a certain way. So we were singing it, and I had the first verse. Da, 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 you know, and then it comes and you go time after, and then she would come in for the second verse. So I went time after time, expecting she would sort of sing on top of me and go into the second verse. She went, No, stop, stop, stop. I said, What? She goes, You never sing the second time. You never sing the second time. I said, What? She goes, Time <laughs> after, da, 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 She goes, You never uh... sing the second time. I said, Well, what about the first two of us? And I sing, it. and she goes, No, no. You never I sing the second that. time. I said, like, all right, Cindy Loper. It's your song." <laughs>
0: I love Isn't that, that. Funny, <laughs> and it's funny because I remember. Now you talk about it, like I remember that it kind of leaves you wanting that she never says that word. I know. Time
2: after That is, I mean,
0: the idea of having to sing something with with the Cindy Loper. Whose uh, can song, you imagine? I, mean, I know.
2: <laughs> anyway, wasn't that fascinating? And it's so nice to hear her so fiery and still the same. You know, yes. she's still got such a trailblazer spirit in her heart all these yeah. years later.
0: Listeners, we want to know what you thought about that chat with the inimitable Cindy Lauper. So you can write to us at hello at homo Or you can go to Instagram at homo sapiens or you can Facebook message us at homo sapiens podcast on Facebook.
2: Yes, please. We shall be here wa- awaiting your contact. And uh, if oh. you'd like to go to Apple Podcasts, you could review us as well, which is always mm-hmm. nice. I think uh, that's important. And you could subscribe as well if you don't already. And if you uh, you could possibly win a t shirt, a Homo Sapiens t shirt, because we choose uh, a review uh, which is um, in, in the Homo Sapiens Extra next week. And you could actually win a t shirt. And Chris would wrap it up with his hands and pop it in the post box. And uh, you'll yes. win a t shirt. But if you'd like to buy a t shirt or a sweatshirt, you can do so mm. uh, because they're available for sale,
0: are they not? Mm-hmm. Via. AlanCumming.com forward slash shop or everpress.com forward slash Homo sapiens. <laughs> yes. Very reasonably priced. Delightfully comfortable. Oh, totally. I love mine.
2: Actually, yes, I do. My sweatshirt. I really love it. I really love it. Anyway, um, so thanks for listening. Tell us what you thought about Cindy Loper or just tell us what you think in general. Take care, listeners. Lots of love. Lots of love and take care, brush your hair.
0: Bye.